Since it is 7.30 and it is Monday, it's time to hear live on the telephone from R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison, and happy Thanksgiving. Today is the 20th of November, the 324th day of 2017, with 41 remaining in this year. We're forecasted to have a clear night this evening in down east Maine meaning we should be able to see the Pleiades star cluster low in the east at nightfall, high overhead around midnight, and low in the west tomorrow before dawn. Look for the bright star Aldebaran, and then notice the Pleiades nearby as a frosty-looking patch in the darkness of space. The Pleiades are also known as the Seven Sisters, although without assistance from some decent binoculars or a simple home telescope, the human eye will likely see only six stars of the Pleiades. Check out various old Greek legends to learn what might have happened to the missing sister, sometimes known as the lost Pleiad. Subaru, of course, has long been satisfied with only using six of the seven sisters for its automotive logo. Our moon will be passing under Saturn this evening, and way back in 1889, Edwin Hubble, for whom the Hubble Space Telescope is named, was born. Sixty-nine years before Hubble's birth, the American whaler Essex, which hailed from Nantucket, Massachusetts, was attacked by an 80-ton sperm whale 2,000 miles from the western coast of South America. The bull whale rammed the ship twice and capsized the vessel. Twenty crew members escaped in three boats, but only five men survived the resultant rigors of their 83-day journey to coastal waters of South America. Cannibalism helped to sustain them en route. That same year, in 1820, as many a young Mainer learns in grade school, Maine became a state. A few decades after the harrowing news of the Essex began circulating in sailing circles, Herman Melville would use the phenomenal account to generate his novel, Moby Dick. Yesterday, my girlfriend and I journeyed down the river road along the Penobscot to the scenic town of Prospect to join in with a handful of friends in appreciation of some simple joys provided by the Maine woods. For the past several years, a group of us have gathered on the Sunday before Thanksgiving to do some balsam fir tipping and subsequent wreath-making at the home of Sandy and Linda Reynolds. There, under a small canopy sheltering us from the occasional rain showers of yesterday morning, we wound wire around tips onto various sizes of rings to create wreaths suitable for hanging on doors or placing as centerpieces on tables. Mine will be freighted to Colorado to my newly 90-year-old mother, whom I hope to be spending Thanksgiving with. After wreath-making, the gathering and prospect turns to the coffee clutch portion of the program, wherein we take consolation in the fact that the dozen or so of us attending manage to do some useful multitasking for a couple of hours, making beautiful wreaths for a fraction of the cost found on the open market and catching up on the events of our lives this past year. And above all, we are thankful for all that we have, including this ongoing privilege of living on the coast of Maine ever so briefly in advance of yet another promising year. These are our toasts, with glasses simultaneously half empty and half full. From Orono, Maine.
here's to a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>